0: My name is Aaron Bross and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. Hey folks, um... Yeah, let's hope this uh, recording works this time. Last time I did an intro with my headphones on my uh, laptop, it, yeah, just like didn't record. So fingers crossed. Um, Yeah, so this next episode, um, you know, I've got some that have been like sitting in my vault for a while um, and I'm realizing that that was maybe like not the most productive way. (laughs) to go about doing this whole thing. Last year, I was just like, really fucking gung-ho and just like all these episodes. Um, And yeah, I've just been trying to get them out because it's like been so long for some of them. Um, And so yeah, this one was actually recorded at the end of March. And so yeah, I mean, I was kind of in like a whole different place then. I mean, we all were for a bunch of reasons. So uh, yeah, it was like the start of the uh, lockdown that, of course, is still going on right now. So um, that's a whole other conversation. But uh, yeah, I chatted with Cat, um, who I'd connected with online. I th- yeah, I think she'd reached out. I was like looking for people, or I can't even remember now. Cause uh, I mean, the the original um, ideas like behind this whole interview was like talking about prairie planting and just like getting people that had planted in the prairies and just yeah, getting a bit more of like what that's like over there. But um, yeah, it became like just this whole other conversation um, just around so many things really. And so I think, you know, Catch being um, like a few seasons in, it's really a great episode for people getting into tree planting, newer planters, etc. But yeah, kind of just like a great chat where we're just like, talking about lots of different stuff um yeah kind of talking about her start implanting and being in the prairies and then kind of like migrating over to BC now um she had like her first full season in BC um like I guess it would have been like that season because we recorded it way back in 2020 so she's now like completed her first season and um yeah we have this really you know interesting twist as well in that her dad um like went planting with her for the first time Um, which is, yeah, just like really cool. Um, yeah, for, you know, the first time ever, he's like 55 and he, uh, yeah, decided to go planting. So, um, yeah, you know, update on that is that um he's going back (laughs) so yeah he really enjoyed it and he's going back they're both going back to the same spot they were last year and um yeah and she also really enjoyed the bc planting as well and uh yeah when i had chatted with her she was just like bumming around in her van like trying to live in a van while like everything was on lockdown um before the season and everything so so yeah just an update on all that is like that the season went really well everything went really well and um yeah they're both planning on going back again this year so yeah with all that being said i'll just like get to the episode and yeah wide variety of topics here that i kind of talk about a bit in the show notes um yeah so i hope you guys all enjoy this uh conversation (laughs) Hey, Kat, welcome to the show. Hello. All right. So, yeah, no problem. Um, First off, let's start with a little bit about you. Why don't you tell the listeners who you are?
1: Um, My name is Kat. I'm from Saskatchewan. Um, I started planting two years ago. Um, I live in my van with my cat and my dog hanging around uh, BC uh, until the uh, planting season starts up again
0: okay cool Um, so where are you located right now in BC if you want to divulge that (laughs) right now I'm in Chilliwack
1: I kind of got stuck here because the whole coronavirus thing I was starting to head to Kelowna stopped to visit some family friends in Chilliwack and then ended up just sticking around till this thing passes.
0: Yeah yeah no kidding Um, and of course you know for the listeners um, who will probably be listening to this later on um, yeah we are talking on March 27th amid the COVID-19 pandemic everything shutting down you know self-isolation quarantine situations so I mean that's great that you were with family at the time um because I know yeah the van dwellers um even around where I live have had um quite a hard time figuring out like what to do right now um it's pretty hard to self-isolate in a van if you don't have like washroom facilities and stuff so yeah a lot of places that
1: um we would shower at or shut down like gyms and rec centers. Yeah. So I'm very lucky to have a place to shower <laughs> all the time.
0: And so you mentioned that you've done two seasons. So this will be your third season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This will be my third season, which I'm very excited about.
0: So how did you get into tree planting? Um, I got into tree
1: planting because I, So I, my friends, I'm from Saskatchewan, and when I was in Saskatoon, I had friends that would plant, and then I started dating a guy who was a tree planter, and so I ended up going with him my first year, and uh, we broke up later in the winter, but I kept, I kept doing it.
0: So did you have any, you know, of course, it was like kind of through a hookup that you you got in. Did you have any idea really what it was about? Was it just what your friends told you? You know, what did you expect versus what you actually got your first season? I didn't really know what to expect. I,
1: um, well, I kind of knew what to, it's it's kind of, it's kind of difficult because I did, I heard lots about it. Um, I heard some crazy stuff. And then. Um, I started to like, do some research. Like, I watched YouTube videos and stuff because I wanted to know what it was. And then I kind of started to get a better gist of it. And although I watched, I watched like that one episode on YouTube of these British people that came to Canada. Oh, God. To, <laughs> yeah, he had the black And I was like, wait, what? But. I realized they were just, uh, those were people not meant for tree planting.
0: Yeah, definitely not an accurate representation. (laughs) I know a lot about that project.
1: I I remember there was a few things that I was warned about, more so about, like, you know, um, not to have headphones in. I was told maybe just, like, have one headphone in, because I had never... I was I wasn't prepared for the wildlife. I had never really came came across bears before, and so I I didn't I didn't expect that at all until one day, when they asked us if we were bear like if we knew what to do with bears, and I was like wait what? And then one of the planters told me to like make my make yourself look big and yell at it if you have to and don't move, and I thought he was joking, but he was not.
0: So how did you feel about the wildlife aspect of it? Um, you know, once you were aware of that situation and that of course that can be an occurrence on the block. Um, I thought it was pretty cool once I kind of accepted it, I guess. And
1: once I saw some of it, like I've had, although I've had some birds scare the shit out of me, um, that I wasn't expecting for them to just hide and and all of a sudden, like, fly out when you plant up to them. Um, Or deer. Had deer just, like, leap across my piece before, and I thought that was really cool. Um, But I have yet to see a bear in my piece or, or um, like, bluff charge me or anything, which I'm grateful for. But um it's pretty cool like at the end of the day it's pretty cool to be able to just be out there with the wildlife as long you know as it doesn't get too sketchy
0: yeah totally i'm curious as well about how you took to you know you mentioned the the being outside and the being around wildlife and that kind of stuff is you didn't really expect i'm curious as well about the camp life and just Living outside and living in a tent, mm-hmm. you know had you done much camping growing up? was that you know not as big of a transition for you, or did you feel like it was pretty intense?
1: Well, I used to go camping with my mom and my stepdad when I was younger, and i didn't like it, but that was because I was going with them and and going camping with all their friends, and so I thought it was just like crappy because it was oh, I was this kid going camping with a bunch of old people at the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's what it felt like. And and so then when I went, and so I always had this stigma against camping and then um, yeah, once I went tree planting and went camping and camp life, I loved it. I loved, I loved not have like feeling the need to be on my phone all the time because there wasn't really service. And the trips to town once or twice a week were really nice and it just kind of it kind of changed my perspective a lot in the, like in a good way about stuff um and i never really actually i never really lived in a tent cuz i brought my cat with me so i had a van <laughs> cuz i didn't think having a cat in a tent would be a great idea
0: yeah no that was probably a wise choice um, so you're obviously <laughs> a little bit ahead of the curve already bringing your van tree planting (laughs) yeah and so pretty cool how has tree planting changed or impacted your life um tree planting has definitely made me a lot more adventurous
1: um and uh I guess brave and independent I think um like I never really thought about Like, I've always thought about traveling and wanted to go do stuff, but never really felt like I was going to do it until I went tree planting and I got my van. And um, well, the first year I went with uh, my ex and we had a motor home and then ended up selling it after planting and moving back into an apartment. And then a year ago, I bought my van and took it to, um, to B.C., to plant for a few weeks there and then drove it back to saskatchewan and then after planting in saskatchewan i've just been bouncing around bc and saskatchewan kind of just live in the van dweller life which is really nice and so in i think i think i would thank tree planting for that because i don't think i would do it without it
0: mm-hmm.
1: if that makes sense just made it easier to get out of my apartment house and monday to friday work lifestyle kind of
0: yeah totally so you know when i ask these next two questions just kind of whatever comes to mind uh, but what Mm -hmm. is your favorite tree planting memory
1: oh i don't even there's like i don't know if i have one specific favorite because there's like a bunch of good and bad things that happen um i'd say one of the better moments was when a bunch of beer just kind of showed up in camp on the night off. That was fun. Um, I'm just trying to, trying to think here. I don't know why I, I, I suddenly forget answers when I'm, Mm -hmm. when I feel on the spot. Um, (laughs) <laughs> sorry i'll, I'll think of it it's coming
0: well i um, mean you mentioned already you know some some stories about the i'm sure seeing the wildlife was cool like the the deer and everything and oh yeah the
1: first time i saw the deer just like because usually deers are supposed to be you know like scary scared of you and all that stuff but literally this deer just did not and didn't phase him he was just leaping in front of me checking out my piece um i remember the first time i pooped on the
0: block. that was a nice feeling i hated my piece (laughs) (laughs) so with that being said what is your worst tree planting memory (laughs) anything to do with any bugs
1: really Mm. um i remember like in saskatchewan oh my god the bugs the bugs are so bad because we plant in Northern Saskatchewan and it's so swampy and there's lots of bugs. And I remember my first year where we would wait for the helicopter. Um, there was so many black flies at the helipad that we'd all, I, at least for me, and I know a bunch of other people did too. We had, I had a buff um, below my nose, like covering the bottom half of my nose and my mouth. And then I had a toque or another buff like covering my forehead and my and my head. And then I had bubble sunglasses on because they were so bad. And then they would still like every few every now and then one or two would get in my sunglasses and then just be bouncing around the lenses. That was terrible. And that was not a fun way to start the day. Um or yeah, just when it's just really buggy. I I those those are another thing. I didn't really know about black flies until I went tree planting and didn't realize they. You don't really feel them bite you, but you definitely feel the itch. <laughs> yeah. From the bite, and I've had my ears swell up. Um, I got attacked by wasps one day, that was terrible. My whole calf swelled up. Um, but I mean, it's still a good time. Oh, one of my better memories, now that I can think of one, um, one of my better memories would definitely be in Saskatchewan. There's a rummage sale that happens at one of the churches in the towns that we camp by. And they have one day where everything's like two or three bucks. And then the next day they have fill a garbage bag full of stuff for five bucks. And that's something we all kind of look forward to.
0: Yes, I would say the thrift stores in uh, small northern Canada towns are are pretty great. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, they're the best. So, how long do you plan to tree plant for into the future, Kat? I mean, I know it's a bit of a a loaded question, perhaps, but do you see yourself (laughs) planting for a while? I do. I see myself planting for quite a while. I
1: mean, I don't really know. If there's any other thing I really want to do, I like that kind of goes with my wants and needs in life at the moment. Um, but and and if I do decide to go to school eventually, I think tree planting is perfect because I can still plant, you know, off like off of school, or when I'm not when yeah, I know a lot of students that do tree planting when they're not in school. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like I just really like it. I like. I like the fact of going and being out in nature for like, however long, like taking a break from the city and, and from all that other, like, you know, other stuff in life, like work life. I mean, tree planting is work, but the best part is camp and the schedule, like three days on one day off is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do want to keep doing it. I don't know how long, but I think I will be doing it for a while, even if it's not planting and even if I end up being in in staff for a bit or at the end or whatever. The lifestyle is kind of my favorite part.
0: So you've mentioned that, uh, you know, you started in Saskatchewan and then last year, you know, you did do Saskatchewan, but you also bounced around a couple other different provinces so you know tell us a bit about because now you've seen a little bit of the difference um with other provinces so tell us a bit about what planting in saskatchewan looks like You You mentioned that you were uh up in northern saskatchewan so so yeah like you know kind of where are you located and what does what does tree planting look like there
1: um yeah tree planting like in saskatchewan i've been it's in northern Saskatchewan so like Hudson Bay um two hours north of Prince Albert or Montreal Lake Candle Lake all that fun stuff so it's very um it's very nice the days are really long and um but it's very swampy like it's it's wet though which is nice wet ground can be nice but it's very buggy and swampy um and and it's flat so that's good and it's like pretty simple there's not a bunch of different trees oh sorry um there's not a bunch of different species to be planted it's mainly the same species or if you're planting a couple then you're still only planting like one species per bag up basically so it's pretty it's pretty simple I think it's a good place for like someone to start out if they want to you know just kind of step their like foot in and see what it's all about but uh, yeah it's it's nice and flat and soft ground but the bugs are terrible
0: and so is the ground always um, like prepped ground or is some of it some of it raw ground Um, I'm assuming with northern Saskatchewan there'd be a lot of muskeg up there or is it mostly just your standard boreal and not so swampy? It's
1: um mostly raw. And uh like it's kind of I guess it's kind of all over the place. Like there's boreal, there's swampy, there's um it's raw, it's not really prepped. Sometimes it's you get mounds. Um but it's nothing like I, I don't think I've had ever like I think I had mounds once maybe twice planting in Saskatchewan. But um I I think I prefer raw anyway. But it's I mean sometimes there's like lots of I noticed in Saskatchewan there was a lot of bubbles. Like you know, like go into a forest or plant and then you find a bubble and then you plant that bubble and then there's like another bubble. But I don't know if that's just fluke or (laughs) if that's other places, but it's pretty, I don't know, it's, like, it's really, I don't know how to explain it, because it's also kind of all over the place, like, Mm -hmm. some days the ground is really hard, and, and has a bunch of vines, or whatever, like, I planted in a strawberry field once, or
0: blueberry field, and that ground was tasty, but not fun to plant in, and you mentioned as well that you've done a bit of heli work. So is there a fair bit of heli stuff, I would imagine, even with some of the winter logging roads that, you know, the access isn't always there? Have you had a lot of walk-ins as well? or? Yeah, there's, there's quite a bit of heli
1: blocks. Um, I think that has to do kind of with the swamps and stuff because um, there's not really access to the roads a lot of the time. Um, so a lot of the work in Saskatchewan was heli. Um, there were some walk-ins and, uh, but most of it, most of it was helicopter.
0: And what do your tree prices look like?
1: Um, the tree prices were about, um, the base is like 14 cents. Um, I did make like 16 cents a couple of times, um, which is, I, I mean, like the, when I started like my first year, that was a really good, or that was like a pretty good price. And then I remember last year, the prices started to go up everywhere else. Um, but they kept, they kept the, like the price was still 14 cents. It really depends which company you go with though, too. I noticed. Um but yeah, it's like 14 cents is the base price which isn't isn't bad for like flat flat ground in my opinion.
0: Yeah, that's actually a lot higher than I was expecting you to say. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And so you mentioned yeah. in your second season that you jumped around a little bit. So tell us a little bit about that and, you know, any differences that you saw between the provinces.
1: Yeah, I wanted to kind of see what else was out there planting-wise. And so I, I started in BC, in interior BC. I caught on an early contract in April. And that was really strange. It was a lot different. It was so much different. Than Saskatchewan, and I heard people say like BC is way different, or um, it's you know like it's like learning how to plant all over again, and and I was like, okay, sure, and then I went there, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, it is. Like I went from having to plant one kind of tree to planting three different species at a time, and I remember we we rolled up to a block once and it was to me there was a steep hill and i said wow that's steep and then they all laughed at me Mm -hmm. because it was it was not steep at all compared to what they've all planted and uh but i mean it was really cool like um i really liked it it was mostly raw but the prices were better because it's you know it's bc and then although it did snow because i was planting pretty early so I did I planted in snow and that was kind of crazy
0: and then you went you went back to Saskatchewan after that like what made you what made you decide to you know return to Saskatchewan basically um of course you said Uh you wanted to see what else was out there but then yeah what made you go back for a second season
1: Well, I'd already, I'd already told them I was coming, so I didn't
0: really want to bail either.
1: Um, but, and I really wanted to see all my friends and planting buddies that I met in my first year. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and I wanted to give it another go. So I went, I went and, uh, went back there and that was, that's another really good, um, memory. Sorry, I'm just bouncing all over the place. Um, It's another good memory is like going back and seeing everybody again. It's kind of like a family reunion, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of wanted to give it another shot and see what I thought of the, of planting in Saskatchewan again, after doing a few weeks in BC.
0: And, uh, how did you find your second season? You know, now that you knew a little bit more of what the job was about, of course you even had like a bit of a warm up uh, in BC. How did your second season go? My second season was all right. Um, I
1: I don't. I wasn't as I wasn't as focused as I would have liked to be. But um, but it was it was it was pretty cool. Um, it was like I did do better, obviously because, like, I knew what I was doing, there wasn't really a learning period, um, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I think I'll, I think I'll, I will well, do a lot better this year, um, I've been told that your third season is supposed to be your best or something, and I have no idea, but, uh, yeah, I was still, I was, like, in BC, it was, like, learning how to plant all over again, and mm-hmm. so, coming back to Saskatchewan I um it was it was nice to be in some flat ground again and I like I I did speed up a bit compared to my first year but I don't know I I didn't really it didn't really feel much too too much different like other than like the first half like my first season um I almost quit it was terrible I hated it and then I worked in the kitchen for two shifts and I hated that even more. <laughs> and so then uh after that, when I got back into planting, I was a lot better. I was a lot more focused and goal oriented, I guess. And so and, and so that's one thing I noticed about in my second season is that I need to come up with a goal to feel like I can like really, really succeed, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and so what made you, like, what made you not quit your first year? Because you m- just mentioned there that you, like, wanted to quit. You even stopped planting for a few shifts and tried something else and then went back mm-hmm. to it. Like, what made you, what made you stay and what made you go back to planting? Um, so when I was
1: going to leave, I remember I got my first paycheck. And because um, there it was, they pay once a month. And so I got my first paycheck and it was so shitty. And my ex said, that's okay. Like we'll leave. And then I didn't want to leave. And so I literally, I got up, went to the camper and I started crying because I didn't want to be a quitter. (laughs) And so I just kind of, I kind of forced myself to push through it because I didn't want to, I didn't want to go home and tell all my friends that I didn't, I didn't, succeed with this really cool job that I've I've wanted to do for a few years right
0: what advice would you give anyone who um you know maybe has has had that experience or is going into their first season and maybe is going to encounter that experience you know what advice would you want to give them about about yeah about wanting to quit and and deciding to stick out
1: i would say like just just push through it like it sucks but when you when you push through it and there's because there's days that don't suck and the days that don't suck are really 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 good and you you get a cool family and friends from the experience um And like, like it is hard. It really sucks. And that's what I wasn't prepared for. I wasn't prepared for how hard it was going to be mentally. And I think if you can get through it, then you can really get through um, pretty much anything. And to not really, to not be afraid to talk to anybody because like planters have like, they've all basically been through the same shit. And so they all, know how you feel when you're really struggling and having a rough time and so there's nothing wrong with just like sitting and ranting and talking about it and comparing stories and stuff
0: is there anything that you wish you'd had in terms of preparing yourself mentally for the job or do you feel like the only way to prepare yourself is just to do it and get used to that um yeah like is there anything you mentioned um, mostly the mental aspects of it um which yeah you know people assume it's it's very physical which it is but you know yeah the the common theme in so many people i've talked to and myself included is that it's actually all really mental so i'm curious yeah if you would have if you would have wished you'd had some kind of resource to prepare for that or if you think that you just got to do it i think
1: yeah I think I I I would have enjoyed to be prepared about the mental aspects of it like um like really prepared not just oh it sucks like sometimes it sucks I would have been like to be told you know like it's terrible and you're gonna hate your life sometimes and you're gonna wonder why you were out there and what you're doing but you're gonna get through it like it's going to be fine and I so I warn people when they tell me oh I want to do tree planting like I really want to do it I think it would be really fun like I love the outdoors and and you know like I love nature and I always tell them I say that's awesome but like you know like take the rose colored glasses off kind of thing right like Mm -hmm. it's yes it's really cool to be out in nature and it's like a really really cool job but be prepared it it might like Mess with your head, or you know, like be prepared. It's like there's nothing wrong with smoking a bowl on the job when you get stressed out. (laughs) So like smoking weed on the, like you know, it's it's fine. Just like be prepared to get stressed out and and to like be able to chill out, kind of thing, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I do like that I can scream. Like if I'm having a terrible day, I can scream and nobody questions me. Yeah can't do that working in retail
0: no you can't (laughs) yeah it gives you definitely a freedom to really express and get out all the emotions or things that you're going through uh which is really nice yeah
1: and I think um I think anyone can do it like my dad's coming with me this year he's gonna try it oh really Um, yeah yeah he's (laughs) He's kind of crazy. I mean, but he's like, he's an endurance mountain biker. So he, he knows the, like he, he does, he works out like he's really fit and active and stuff and, and spiritual and all that stuff. So he, although he's, he's older, I think he, he's he got
0: the mentality and the physical shape for it. So what made him want to give tree planting a go? And, and how do you feel about that?
1: Um, he wanted to because of me, and I think <laughs> I think it's awesome. I I want him to try it because he told me he said if I knew this was a thing when I was your age, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I don't think it's too late. Like, you know, tree planting. It doesn't. Um, they don't. They don't care, right? You can you can be old, young. I planted with a guy who's in his 70s in Saskatchewan. Um. And so I told him, I said, well, I said, I don't, like, I don't think it's too late. You could. And I wasn't fully expecting him to say, sure, I'll go. But he did. And that's, but that's fine. Um, It's definitely going to be quite the experience, I think, taking my dad tree planting and he's going to try planting in BC with me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited that he gets the BC experience too. But um,
0: it's going to be wild. I honestly don't really know what to expect.
1: And is your, like he, is
0: your dad going to live in a tent or what's his setup going to be?
1: Yeah, he's going to live in a tent. He's, um, he lives in Ontario, so he's getting all his stuff mailed to BC. So when he gets here, he can, we can just pick it all up
0: that's really cool. Well, we'll have to check in with you guys at the end of the season. I'm really curious, yeah. uh, how that's going to go. That's awesome. So how old is your dad? Um, oh God, like 55, 50. I honestly nice. have no idea. <laughs> um, I'm
1: a terrible daughter, but he's around 55. He, he, and he, he just broke his leg like, like a month ago. So he's, He's seven, his leg is like 70% healed right now. It's, it should, it'll be healed by the time planting starts. But like, that's just, Mm -hmm. he broke it when he was mountain biking and he just like walked three kilometers out to the truck. That's how, that's how insane he is. Like, I think he will be fine. Well, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. 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 Sometimes people that you think are going to be good don't don't last and the people you think won't make it, make it.
0: Yeah, totally. I've I've seen that a lot and it is very, yeah. very true. Yeah. Um, so just to go back for a second to your second yeah. season. So, you know, you started in BC, then you went to Saskatchewan and you also mentioned that you finished in Alberta. So I'm yes. curious, you know, cause Alberta would be a little similar, maybe less of the sort of muskeg and stuff that Saskatchewan has, but You know, what what made you choose to now go to BC for your third season and maybe not Alberta, um, being more similar to Saskatchewan?
1: Um, I I just really like the company that I planted for in BC. Mm -hmm. Um and I like the idea of planting in interior B C which is which will be really cool. Um and like the and the challenge basically. I mean when I was in when I was in Alberta, I planted at the end of the season and it was like prepped burns. So it was, it was super easy. Although my mental health at the end of the season last year wasn't in, um, in great shape, you know, sometimes by the end of the season, you just go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, at least for me, I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to try BC because, and so many people talk about BC and, I mean, people make it sound like you're not a real planter if you don't plant in BC. Um, and so I really, I'm just, I really want to do the BC season and then see how I feel. Maybe do Alberta next time or go back to Saskatchewan or keep on doing BC. I have no idea, but I just want to get the, get more of the experience, you know?
0: And so where are you going to be in the interior? I'll be in um, like the
1: Okanagan. Okay. Kelowna, Salmon Arm, Shushwap area.
0: Yeah. Um, really. Get nice. ready. Get ready for some hills. So. <laughs>
1: I know that's. I I won the um those zom boots from the Tree Planter Film Festival. Oh
0: cool. So I
1: have I have some uh,
0: cork boots shaped for women feet. So um that's those exciting. Are, those are hard to find. So I buy yeah. the smallest pair of men's cork that they sell and they're still got, t- technically too big for my feet so
1: <laughs> yeah I got a pair of the Vi- Viking cork boots when I went to BC last year and the ladies sold me way too big of a size and so now I only wore them like twice because they're steel-toed and I was like these were way too big for my feet they're clown shoes <laughs> that weigh like 20 pounds And so now I have these Viking boots that I can't, I just, I just look at, but I
0: have, I have other cork boots that I can actually wear. Well, you should sell those bad boys on King Kong. So I
1: really should. I should.
0: If anyone will leave their house, you can meet. Well, luckily the mail, the the mail is still running. So you could definitely mail them to someone and disinfect, wipe them down, whatever that's true Uh, yeah that's a good point I need to get a get some money so
1: I can get hiking boots because I know cork boots aren't an everyday thing I don't know maybe it is in BC
0: maybe it is I actually only wear cork boots now um really maybe it's because I've just gotten I don't know it's just I like that traction now like in my eighth season um because I was going to not quite the area you're in a little bit further north like north of Kamloops that area of the Okanagan Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, I I I was like oh I'm I'm not because then I'd only been on the coast for the couple years prior so I was like oh I need to get like hikers and so I did try the first maybe the first like couple days with hikers and then I was just like like screw this like why am I wearing these I'm like slipping all over the place (laughs) and it's just like I don't know I just really didn't like it anymore so I went back to my cork boots Um, I even wore them when I did like 10 days in Alberta which was kind of hilarious but I was like whatever you don't have to really think about walking because you just have the traction so I don't know what I'm going to do this year because I'm going to be a lot in the caribou which is like Pretty mellow ground, um, which I don't necessarily love, like flat ground, yeah. but as of right now, like I'm planning on just using my corks, and I don't know if that's like a bad thing or not, like I don't know if they're like bad for your back on flat ground, but but uh, yeah, I love the cork boots, so I think really? you're really going to like them because that the traction is incredible.
1: okay, so, I hope yeah. so, because I mean, I just have history with cork boots with the first pair that I bought that were not fun. And like yeah. my, yeah. my first season I used steel toe boots cause I already had them and that was so annoying. And then once I got my hands on hikers, they were so nice cause it was so light on my feet.
0: I actually did the same thing. And like, it's kind of ridiculous because I should have known better. Like, especially with my parents, I don't know how they let me use steel toe boots maybe because it's still heavily enforced in Ontario to use steel toes so then my mom was like yeah just use these because I used a pair of boots that I used from the the summer before doing like a surveying job and Mm -hmm. yeah I look back and even at like by the end of my first season I was like what the hell am I doing my boots are so heavy Um, yeah steel toes are terrible
1: (laughs) they're so bad they're so heavy like for no reason I remember at one point I think my steel toes like broke like the bottoms came off and so yeah. I, I didn't have hiking boots yet so I literally just used like these cheap $20 um, rubber boots that I had gotten from Walmart and I remember just like running around because so I was like oh my god my feet are so light but rubber boots are not as nice because when you especially the Walmart kind because when you step on sticks and stones yeah. and stuff you really feel it.
0: Yeah, I've seen a lot of people planting those too. I've even considered it, but uh, for anybody listening, would not recommend those. They don't really have any foot support, and you will no. get you will get stabbed. Um, yeah, pretty good. So. And if you
1: don't get stabbed, your
0: feet hurt no matter what. Yeah, yeah. It's basically <laughs> like wearing slippers and walking around on the block. So
1: <laughs> you might as well just planting Crocs. Yeah, I've never seen anyone do that though.
0: Oh, God, I have. And, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've actually seen a lot of people plant blunt stones as well, which I feel like can be oh. okay when they're, like, the steel-toed ones, maybe. Yeah. But still not a lot of ankle support, so. No. Uh, or those, like, the, what are those
1: Those sandals that, like, fit to your toes?
0: The Birkenstocks?
1: No, there's, like, is that, no, they're,
0: like, they're, like, shoes. Oh, you mean the ones you know that have, like, like, the toe things? Yes. I don't even yeah. know if anyone would like allow you to wear those on the block <laughs> I feel like that'd be really bad but who knows I can
1: see someone doing it just would do it
0: I'm sure pe- I'm sure people that. have I'm yeah. sure someone's gone barefoot before too which is just absolute insanity but there's a guy that I plant
1: that old uh, old guy that I planted with in Saskatchewan plants in a speedo well yeah so that's uh that's a thing
0: so just to wrap up here, Kat, what is one piece of advice you would give anyone who is considering going tree planting or will be going tree planting for their first time this season? Um, I guess
1: like my one piece of advice would be um, don't be afraid to cry. <laughs> it's okay. If you need to cry one day, just cry. You're not, you're not a baby. Everyone does it. Let your, you know, scream let it out and just keep going don't stop just keep going like just push through it keep doing it you're getting strong you'll you get stronger every day and it's gonna be a good time because before you know it the night off is here and then it doesn't matter for like 32 hours <laughs> awesome. I don't I, I don't really know I have a friend coming with me too so I'm excited. and it'll be it'll be their first time yeah awesome yeah i'm bringing a friend and my dad it's quite a little crew yeah yeah it'll be fun um oh i have a another good memory i guess um that tree planting changed me in a way if i can throw it in here of course um tree planting got me more into the music scene and actually with my first paycheck I bought a guitar and um like got into singing and playing guitar and jamming out and stuff that's one of my favorite parts of camp life too which I find is pretty cool
0: awesome yeah I actually um I kind of got into music more after university, but it was mostly because of, yeah, planting and and most of my times where I played a lot has been out um, in camp or, um, yeah, just when I'm like out in the middle of of nowhere, basically. So I can can relate to that for sure. Well, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, you have a good a good season we all have a good season stay healthy and stay working um hopefully we can have a season yeah fingers crossed that the that the start date of early may is is gonna happen so um yeah hopefully by the time this episode airs you know we're all going to be planting and uh and staying safe and yeah i hope it'll uh it'll all work out
1: yeah i hope so too i will I might cry and be really upset if planting doesn't happen, but it's fine.
0: Um it'll start. It just might be late. That's all Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think as a collective, as a community, you know, I think that's how people have been feeling like we'll we'll be rolling with it. But I was supposed to
1: start April fifteenth or something around there and now it got pushed to uh, May first.
0: Yeah. I was, I was the same for my, my interior contract. So yeah, we'll just see what happens. And if not, you know, we're all supporting each other thanks to the online groups and the ways we can communicate. And, and uh, yeah, I think as long as we stay diligent about our health and our, our quarantine measures, like that we should be good to go. I feel pretty confident that a lot of people are taking that seriously and uh, yeah a lot
1: of tree planters i think isolate themselves a lot anyway yes exactly yeah (laughs) like i've been isolating for like three weeks i swear just prepping for that isolation mode you know once you get into planting
0: yeah well hopefully um yeah good luck you know for the the rest of your time just waiting pre-season and uh and, yeah, hopefully it all, all goes well for you and your, your crew this year. Thanks. Hopefully it goes well for you, too,
1: and enjoy your coastal planting.
0: It's exciting. Thanks, Kat. Well, uh, yeah, it was great chatting, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Okay, sounds good.